Does COVID affect professional athletes? Welcome everyone to the Three Joes and the Mic podcast and on this week's episode we're talking about COVID again, yes, but this time how it deals with sports. It's the ultimate reality television and we love to watch, so let's dive in. So as I said in the intro, welcome everyone to Three Joes and the Mic podcast. And on this week's episode, uh, we got another Zoom call going on. Uh, unfortunately, we're still in lockdown here in Southern Ontario. Ooh, COVID. Boo, boo. Uh, we got the number one ref in the house from retail. What's going on, man? Yeah. How's it, how's it going, everybody? How's it going? How's it going? I'm looking welcome, forward to this. this welcome is- to the Three Joes. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's going to be awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, so obviously, we're just average Joes. We uh, release our opinion. And this week, we're going to be talking about all the nonsense that's going into sports. Uh, you know, just it's crazy how athletes can have a different mentality behind COVID, A, and B, they get special treatment. So what are your guys like first thoughts in regards to that? Uh, Fabrizio, since you're the guest, let it fly. What do you think about all the nonsense going on? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. When I look at it from, obviously, a professional standpoint, it's kind of strange because, yeah, they get special treatment, but then there's also the side of it that it is their job. Um, They've got Don't they they get tested every two days? Like a couple of days? Every day. day, There you go. Yeah. And and from what I'm hearing now, newest updates is some uh, places is twice a day. So, uh, and one in the morning, one in the afternoon. I I don't know how, what what you're going to find because of the rapid testing, but I don't know if because of the spread and whatnot, but it's insane. It's insane. What do you think, Joe? How do you no, think? Yeah. What, how, how much how nonsense is it that athletes get tested every day? Or is it like understandable because they are the money makers in the business in the franchises, right? I feel like from a, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really mind because I mean, I like watching sports, um, so I'm okay with, you know, if that's what they're going to do, if that's how they're going to have to deal with it, then go ahead. Yeah. Okay, but hold on a second. First, they went from a bubble, and now, yeah. every, let's say NBA first and foremost. We'll, we'll get into soccer and football and other things, but let's say NBA. Okay, mm-hmm. so right now, the NBA, last night, Kevin Durant started the game off. Or sorry, he, he, didn't, didn't, start. Start. he didn't start. He didn't start the game. And then, yeah. and then the NBA is like, okay, no, that's fine. You can go and play for a little bit. And then mm-hmm. what was it? The third quarter, he got re- removed again. The third quarter. Yeah. So yeah. like, like what's going on here with contact, with contact tracing in theory, that game should have been shut down. Well, I, I feel like the game, like he just should have sat out that game due to COVID protocol until the person who he interacted with before the game got mm-hmm. their test back what I heard was that it was an inconclusive test for that person. And then um, for some reason they let him play. So if, if it, if it turned positive, like before the game started, he would have been ruled out. 
Okay. But then since it was inconclusive, they they let him okay, like you're good, you're clear. And then all of a sudden their test comes back positive, the person who Kevin Durant was interacting with earlier on in the day. That is weird to me because if you have somebody who like that should be the rule already. If like you should if if someone in your circle has an inconclusive test and they don't know yet if they're you should, you should positive treat, or negative, treat it as a positive. Exactly. Mm, I thought, I would I thought treat that it as was a already I thought that was already the rule and I'm baffled. I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. Oh, that this was ding. Yeah. That this but, was but, the uh this was the case. I think what's crazy is we're eleven months in or close to a year and we're still figuring finding those kind of mistakes or whatnot, if you want to call it that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I think like I think that's what pisses me off, if if you will, or dumbfounded. This is the word of the night, I guess. And yes. uh, you know what? It's it, it's crazy because yeah, why why should they get special treatment on that note, right? Like why why should they get that just because it's Kevin Durant or whoever the heck it is? Yeah. Um, okay, great star players, but when you look back at when we're in the arena, when we're in the stadiums, uh, fans pay to watch those players. Yes. Okay, maybe. There's some ways to do it, but now we're in a situation where there's no damn fans in this in the arena. So let's, for the safety of everyone, mm-hmm. let's wipe those people out. Let's not let them. So, out. Sometimes uh, let them. they. Sometimes if, if I may. Go ahead. Yeah. So there was no fans in the arena, but that was a nationally televised game. So maybe to get more clicks onto that channel and to get more mm-hmm. people watching, you still advertise it as Kevin Durant is gonna play. Touche. Right. Okay. Okay. So. It's all about maybe, the mighty. It's all about maybe. the mighty dollar. Yeah, and there's the end of the day. going back to my co-host's statement there. Yeah, there some other games, like we're in a ball fantasy chat. Some some lesser known games just got postponed. Yeah, it's like yo, this is too risky to play this. We don't know what the hell is going on. Postpone yeah. it, and they Memphis, sometimes Memphis. and they do that the last minute, like within yeah. like a couple hours of tip off. Like, what yeah. do you guys like? And all of a sudden, now this gentleman, Kevin Durant had an inconclusive test to somebody along the line. And they're like, yeah, just go ahead and play. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's like, come on guys, like get your yep. shit together. It's got to, it can't be a double, double standard. It's no, got to sure. be everyone or no one. And on top of that, on top of that, you have Kevin Durant now tweeting at the NBA attacking them. Oh yeah. Saying, saying they fucked up or they messed up. And like, can you imagine one of your biggest stars in the game yeah. is is against you right now you know but bad of a look that is well it it's is because right they're being all. stupid right. they're being stupid they're being stupid the nba and was even, the nba was being stupid in that it's all about the dollar and that's what they were getting at how about the yeah. all-star game look at even lebron Gosh. james the best player in the league is saying i don't have no energy for all-star game i think it's dumb i want to spend that time with my family Giannis antetokounmpo uh who else was Maybe Harden said it too. I don't know. Um, How are you going to get 30 players unless you do a bubble with the quarantining yeah. and proper protocols? Yeah. Like you're going to do what for a weekend of what? All-star game. Yeah. You know what? We're, we're past that right now. I think it's the biggest thing of all this is, you know, in brackets here, the new norm. Mm-hmm. Um, hate using that term, but I mean, the new norm is, you know, maybe we're not going to see an all-star game for yeah. another two years. I'm and fine with that. And I'm okay with that as well. Like for this year, you know what? Just why putting players at risk? It's already at risk that they're traveling from state to state mm-hmm. and for from sure. city to city. But uh, you know what? 
at least it's within one country per se. Yeah, so I agree right? with that. That's what I wanted to touch on that our hometown boys, the Raptors are now playing in Tampa Bay. Yeah. That was a good move in my opinion. And now just right. to spin off yeah. to hockey real quick. Now they got mm-hmm. the North division. So all the, all the Canadian teams are playing it because they don't want to go back and forth over the border and deal with all the legalities of that. Right. right. So that, in my opinion, those were smart moves. We don't like it per se. Is that fair? To, to the players? Fuck no, it's not fair. No, no. I mean like that, let's say that Canadian division that they're basically only playing each other is an oh. easier division than another division. No, it's not fair at all. That's kind of messed it, up. It's not. Because, yeah, the, because, because like, go ahead, Farito. No, I was just going to say, like, you know what? Like, you look at, like, on paper, what's going on with their with our division, the Scotia, whatever they call it, the Scotia Bank North or something like I that. I have no idea. It's, uh, it, either way, the Canadian division is, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to see. I've never seen the Leafs actually win so many games in a season at the beginning, whatever. Yeah. Uh, my mom always jokes, you know, if it's not going to be this year, it's going to be next year. Yeah. But it's funny. I make the joke like, okay, they actually have a chance to make it out of the pool and go into yeah. playoffs, right? Even right um, now, even right now, they're spanking Vancouver, um, Vancouver, Vancouver yeah. 5-0, and they just beat them f- like 7-3 last game. Yeah. Well, yep. here's, here's yep. my thing with that, going back to what I said, it's not fair to the players. Is it fair that the players got to go across, you know, four time zones to play two games, spank mm-hmm. them, come back, go back and forth, you know, that's, yeah. that could be like Fabrizio in your past, like moving around yeah. that much. Is it, is it pro- like, how can you be professional when you move that much? You know, like it's, you're exhausted. Uh, you're living out of hotel rooms. There's already COVID protocols in effect. And now you yeah. have to go across four time zones to kick somebody's ass. Come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean like, okay, maybe we won't get too much into soccer yet, but like pre COVID, sure. for example, I had experience of traveling across the country from, yeah, we had seven teams in a Canadian soccer league. Right. And you know what, that was a difficult part. Uh, when you had Vancouver playing Halifax, literally coast to coast. And you know what they would do is, sorry, let me rephrase that. It was a, Vic- a team from Victoria. So I don't want to offend any Vancouver, any Vancouver fans or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, team from Victoria flying across to go to Halifax and you're, you're seeing uh, the, the fatigue player and it's fatigue even for myself traveling on a plane for two hours any normal person just regular person not even not even a normal person but a regular person traveling or whatever you're doing you need to get up and move and Hmm. imagine these professional athletes like traveling like you said time zones from vancouver to halifax is i believe a four and a half hour time difference or five hour time difference it's Hmm. it's a strange time jump right and then it's like about an eight hour flight and whatnot. So you're looking at a lot of travel and that's just in Canada. So, and it goes the same for, um, you know, these teams going on in NBA and NHL, like they're doing, it's the same thing in any other sport. Um, and, and, and I would have to, I would agree, um, argue that it's mainly a North American problem um, yeah. because of how big two countries are, right? Um, you look at, Again, maybe maybe we are leading into there, but I don't know. Yeah, go but for soccer. It. Like in Mexico, we're talking no, about soccer. Sorry. Sure. It's good. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, because I was gonna I was gonna say like in Mexico, for example, right? Like there's still the league has been playing, but it's a smaller landmass to get across, right? So the teams are traveling on bus. Um, I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, an expert in the Mexican in La Liga MX, but okay, they're, they're, you know, like the 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 travel is a lot smaller. Uh, because there's more teams within the cities or the, the, the states that they're in 
Whereas you got a team from, I don't know, the West coast of the United States flying up to the Northern region, for example, it could be, it, it's that time zone difference. It's uh, you're passing through airports. I don't know what, what, if everybody's got a charter plane or whatnot, yep. because that's the other issue, right? What are, what are we looking at? Um, and it, it's, with, it's like I said, it's a North American problem. With hockey, in my opinion, there'll always be an asterisk on this year. Even last year, there's yep. going to be an asterisk because yep. you can argue like there was a season. Great. There's a season, mm-hmm. but is it really like a true proper how it was? Like if, if the Leafs were now, for our listeners, the Leafs stink. They haven't no, won. No, they don't stink. Okay, listen. They haven't won a, a cup or even barely made yeah. the playoffs since 1967. So let's be realistic here. I mean, they were good in the 90s. They were good for the last maybe couple of years. They just never really went yeah. to the prom, promise they, they, They've okay. never taken it to the next step. Okay, sure. It, what I'm saying is let's say they do win this year because they got all the pieces together. There's going to be an asterisk because they're mm-hmm. whipping Vancouver's ass but they're not going to Boston and playing Boston, which yep. Boston is an arch rival. I, and we're, you know, they're playing Montreal. Great. Montreal's a rival. Shout out to Carlo. But from there, <laughs> from there, it's like, it's not real for me. It doesn't feel real. Yeah. Well, how, what about this? Go ahead. For the, um, for the NBA bubble, at least, I would say that that championship could potentially be harder to win because it's in the bubble because there's no fans there to cheer you on because because there's you're away from your family from so long as a player you you don't have that support you're by your championship could be a harder one to win right i mean yeah, that's I, that's another way to look at it it could be I, but it depends i, I, I do agree with that well, but this is what I mean. Like, I think what you're saying there is the, about the bubble, right? Like the bubble, everyone's there. Everyone's in that vicinity. So whatever, wh- where it was at Disney Park last year, Disney, whatever, the ESPN worldwide, um, everyone's there. And from what I heard is like, it's one of the most prestige, like complexes in the world. Like you can't, you, you can't substitute it for anything. So you really have everything and anything, but that factor of not playing in front of your fans, like on paper, uh, some might say that the Raptors should have won last year, but again, um, it's, you know, who, who's to say that again, it goes back to it, it's, it wasn't somebody else's year. Yeah. Well, the thing about the Raptors won the Raptors run last year is that they, so in that series with Boston, the away team mm-hmm. quotation marks won every game that series. Yeah. Now in a regular season the raptors would have had home court advantage they were the higher seed does boston win in toronto game seven i don't think so Doubt so it. it's 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 tough to and even miami we could have competed with miami as well i i think i agree with that so, too it's fan it's, fan is part of it but you can argue there's and no I fans there's no fans there to begin with there's no fans to begin with guys like okay, the the right, idea of right, playing in your the, the play the, the idea of playing in your home court is definitely valuable, but if nobody's chanting mm. defense, defense, like is it really oh. that valuable? No, no, that that's what we mean. Like last year, if if fans like during the playoffs last year when they were in the bubble, there, there was no fans, right? Right. I'm saying that if COVID wasn't a thing last season, let's say the Raptors could have won, right? They could have made the finals potentially. 
maybe i i agree with that like i because, sense because, a big part of but that's yeah. the, but that's the asterisk that i was talking about yeah that it like it the season right. happened as best it could but was it true see was it a true season in my humble opinion no you see i wouldn't see the thing is if the raptors won if Sounds my like, team if the, if my team won i wouldn't put an asterisk because i would think it was so so much of a harder like they can't, they over had, they over, they had to overcome so much more, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, yeah, the, the losing team maybe could have won because of fans and because of whatever else, but the winning team still had to overcome all that. So maybe that was even harder. It's just, it's, it's debatable, okay. but also I do, I do agree. There will be an asterisk. I'm just thinking, should we rethink the whole asterisk talk i think there is an asterisk because it's not a regular season um yeah no it, well like, it could be i don't know like but it but let's okay let's go back to hockey okay let's go like for the raptors yeah. it's different the raptors at least um and the raptors at least they play from tampa bay so they're the only team mm-hmm. right now that's that's got the disadvantage let's talk about yeah. more of like well, soccer is kind of different too. Like European soccer, Ritsu would know better than me. But like, let's go with let's go with a quick NFL. NFL at a certain point, my beloved Buffalo Bills, there they allowed seven thousand seven thousand fans in the stadium on their playoff game. That made a difference. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. So it's like. Fans are worth it. That makes it home field, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Look at teams exactly. like, like Seattle Seahawks. They literally have their 16th man. They have a banner up there that preaches, you guys are on the field with us. Yeah. So it's valuable, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, the other thing, too, that's interesting about that is, like, again, going back to the Amer- more of the American sports or, or even all the, the like NHL, NFL um, an NBA, but like with the exception of the Raptors playing in the United States. And again, to that comment of they're the only team in Tampa, which is good. Um, the issue is, is the teams are actually still playing out of their own stadium, own arenium, arena. Right, right, right. Um, which NBA is, again, we're talking also, about. It's just, well, even, even uh, NFL, right? NFL was playing right. out of their own arenas uh, and uh, stadiums, whatever you want to call it and wherever, wherever you're listening from. Um, but, you know, and it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great thing because like that, just even to know that, Hey, I'm walking into my locker room as I've never yeah. been a professional athlete, Agreed. but if I know I'm walking into an arena and I'm like, Hey, I'm walking straight to my, my area, yeah. get into my locker. I know my, my, my usual picture that I'm going to look at. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm very religious. I'm going to do my little prayer. Maybe I got some little ritual. Every professional athlete uh, has some sort of a ritual. And I think when you have to adapt as again, to defend our boys over there, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the King, the Kings of the North there, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, it's, it's tough. You're, you're in a rental arena. You're not without only your that family. without your family. Yeah. And yeah. not only that today, I was watching the open gym on uh, a little, just before the Raptors game Great and it was, it, it is. And you know what? It's sad that to watch them in a high school gym, they're not yeah. practicing out of their own, you know, out of their own practice court. And it's, like it's a team whole, is. exactly. So maybe a bit of them losing and finally they've been picking it up a little bit has been that, that factor that they need to adapt. But again, is that something maybe, you know, um, goes back to the beginning i guess where are we 
are we giving excuses for them? Maybe, maybe a little bit, but that's just uh, also part of the game, right? Like you need to be adaptable and unfortunately it's in their contract. They need to do what they need to do. And yeah. they can't just abolish that team for one year and be like, oh, you know, the Raptors are going to sit out this year. No. Yeah. Um, and then if I made a move to NHL for a second in the back, at least for the Canadians, we're lucky that our Canadian teams are playing out of their own arenas. And it's nice. It's nice to see that. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. Well, so, what do you, I don't know, you... at some points, I was going to say at some points, I, I'm thinking like, especially during the whole Kevin Durant thing yesterday is that should there even be a season if they can't like control something that seems as simple as that, that went wrong? Like what's money, talk, money talks, man. It's all yeah. look at last year when shit hit the fan mm. and, and leagues were like scrambling so hard to figure out what the hell they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Ultimately they decided to play, whether it be a bubble or not, like MLB decided not to bubble like, but okay, that's another story we can spin off, but it was all TV rights. It was all TV rights. It, it was the only yep. reason they did it was because they wanted people to watch and they made these, you know, extravagant deals with, with different providers. And if they didn't uphold their end of the bargain, they probably would get sued. So yeah. it had to do it. It's just a matter of what was the safe way. I did air quotes there. What's safe. But again, it's yeah. all, it's all speculative going back to the Kevin Durant story and, a, and a, just a real quick thing, going back to the soccer, like, and I know in Italy, the ball, had COVID for like a month because mm-hmm. it, you know, it was like, you got it, but then you don't got it. You got it, you don't got it. Negative, positive. And then allegedly, I don't know if this is true, maybe you guys know better than me, you need two negative tests in order to get back into the groove. He never had that because he felt like mm-hmm. shit. I don't know. Like, I don't know the whole story. But anyways, this, this poor kid, you know, what is he, 25, 24, something like that? He had it for, fucking, he had it for a month. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think even, it's the other... Even uh, if we're talking Juve, I mean, Alexandro who he had COVID and then at the beginning of the season, but I think he had it worse so that his fitness actually like, he only got back on the field consistently the last two games mm-hmm. and we're like 16, not even no more than 16, more than 20 games mm-hmm. in the season now. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so another thing is that, could that be an asterisk because you have no. certain players who get this illness and just can't play for a month? No, because Juve just cheats anyway. So what's the difference? <laughs> As an avid AC you know, Milan fan, I love that comment. But anyways, be, you know they're gonna come, they're coming back this year. I hope you guys know that. They every year, against Roma. every year it's like that. Every year Juve comes back. They start off slow and then they no, just take they, off. They started really slow this year. Pirlo yeah. really screwed things up. There, there were a lot of hiccups there. Um, but I mean, hiccups. even to, even to, you know, I'll defend my boys, the black and red. Um, you know, Milan like had a bunch of players at one point where we had four or five guys that were out with COVID. And yeah, Ibra. Ibra was the main guy. And then on top of his other injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even to bounce back on the Bianconeri there, the, the you know, the Juventinis. There, those guys are, you know, Ronaldo, he was asymptomatic, for example. He was somebody that had no symptoms, right? So Sandro, Alexandro had it. And then, you know, Ronaldo had no symptoms. So that's another whole aspect, part of this, this professional sports industry mm-hmm. where, and, you know, I have to say, not for anything, but I think in Europe, they have really figured it out for the sportings. 
And the fact that they've, they got to, they did a bubble for the Champions League last year, right? That last final, I think quarterfinals yeah. on in Portugal. And then they, for this year, they're, they, uh, then they even resumed to playing in home stadiums with home and away for Europa and, and Champions League. So, and again, it's, they're traveling from country to country. That's actually, that it's, so it's interesting that mm-hmm. they were able to get to that. Um, but it's just, it, it really, it's because, they it's have, because Europe, sorry to interrupt you. It's because Europe doesn't yeah. give a shit. Europe doesn't give a fair. shit about COVID. Fair, fair. Continue your um, So I referee professional soccer. And uh, being on the pitch, it's it's nice. It's nice to hear the, what the players say, coaches, and then it's it's amazing the atmosphere when you go to certain stadiums, home fans getting behind. It's all part of the game, right? But um, I do agree. As a fan of any sport, I think what I do like is uh, listening to that and actually getting that kind of dynamic, hearing the shoes squeak on the basketball court, the ball bounce. Mm-hmm. The, the the puck on the tape uh in, in hockey and stuff like that the, the boot of the uh, of the kick of the soccer ball like so I, you, it's nice to hear so you saying Sorry, that those sound effects are better than crowd noise or worse than no it's just it's adding a different dynamic to what we're experiencing now right as a fan and let's be honest i think fans in any sport where we're watching for the sport for the for the team the home team whoever we, we cheer on right and I'm the nerd that follows in soccer, at least the refereeing and understand what goes on, but not everyone does. And I think that's where it's added that extra knowledge base to any sport nowadays. Right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you're really understanding what's going on. Like before you're just, the camera person is already is zoomed in on the guy that just spilled the beer or got popcorn spilt on him because of a ball coming into the crowd mm-hmm. and you're not realizing what's there about the sport. Right. But now you're actually focusing on, sport and what we actually what it's back to the groundwork right like back to the grassroots of the sports all sports in general which is fair i can i can appreciate that in general mm-hmm. that's good so what do you think joe um no yeah like i like i said i was i was excited to see uh to just feel a different different type of experience but it's like it, it, to... it is it's like a different atmosphere i agree with you guys coming to think of it now but I don't know something about that crowd noise, man, gets no, you fired no, up. No, like now it's, I mean, like it's, it's weird. It's a lot. It it sucks now. Like it, yeah. it it's so much more boring to watch. Yeah. Like it's just, uh I um. It's more fundamentals I, than I, emotion. I, yeah, like I looked at uh, I looked at when in like you said Royal Rumble when Edge came out, like he did his entrance entrance and everything, and he like huge moment. Like if that, if there was a crowd there and mm-hmm. Edge came out and did his thing, nuts. And I forgot that there was no crowd. I was expecting there to be like, oh my gosh. And I was like, wait, it's quiet. And I was like, oh yeah, COVID. I'm just yeah. like, it just adds so much more excitement to whatever sport. And it just makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. I mean, from, from the fan perspective, like from being in and like listening, you know, as a fan of any sport, like you look, people are, uh, they're scared to play in Toronto for the Raptors, right? Because like we are one of the biggest, the, probably the biggest fan base, right? And not just fan base, but we're loud, we're mm-hmm. music's going there. People love to play in Toronto. Like so many people have come out and said it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, not to be biased, but a little bit biased, but you know, I, I enjoy going to games and being yeah. part of that. 
Um, so it is different in that respect. And I agree now it's getting really boring and annoying to see them. Uh, yeah. Joe, you mentioned like they're just going through the moments, the emotions, right? Yeah. And it's so when do you guys think that nor like fans will be back in the stadiums pre-pandemic? Like we're talking like a 60,000 person stadium is back to normal. When do you think that's going to happen? I think no. we're not going to see that till at least minimum 2023, unfortunately. What do you think, Joseph? I agree I, with him. I don't. It's such a hard thing to to comment on because of all the uncertainties. Like, what? So think of thing, it from my... Is not, go it, ahead. It's not going to go away. The it's not, going, not going, away. going away. It's not going away. It's not going away. And the only way that we're going to see that is if we see, like, is if we see, um, like, the protocols in place for fans where you got to show up with a negative test or, or whatever. And then, and a, a vaccine or something, but then you can, you can't force vaccines on people and you can't do this and you can't do that. So it really goes like, how do you, how do you do that? Like cases are going to have to be like so low. And how do you do that without closing? There's a whole nother conversation, but how do you do that without closing? Um, so, everything? but, th but think of, Think of the money aspect of it, how much people, how much companies, franchises are losing right now by yeah. not filling their, putting butts in the seats. But so like, the first opportunity they get, the, mm -hmm. doesn't matter if it's legit or not. The first opportunity they get, they're going to put, they're going to put the fans back in there for sure. Yeah, but yeah. whether it's right or not, I don't know. And they're probably going to do their own due diligence and liabilities to make sure that they don't get their ass sued if somebody huh. gets so sick from COVID. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, man, it's, you know, you got to remember that sports is a, it's a, it's a, it's a business. It's a business it's, first. Yeah. Like these, you know, these big boys, they're playing with millions and billions of dollars. They don't give a shit about the fans. They're just a, they're just a ticket to them. The thing is, I feel is that it's difficult because when, like, when that moment, like, is there going to be that moment where they're like, oh, cases are low enough. Let's invite fans. Cause even if right, I believe that right now. If you were to say, okay, fans, like, fuck it. We're going to let everyone in. It would be close to sold out. I don't think enough people. Guaranteed it will. There's enough people that don't give a shit. Guaranteed. Like, fuck Guaranteed. it. I'll wear my mask and I'll be good. And that's fine. 20,000 people. Guaranteed. Like, it's going to be, it would be. So I'm just saying, whatever they do, there's going to be. Then there's also going to be like people fighting back. Like, oh, you can't force us to get a test and show us my results to you there's going to be it's going to be chaos yeah like regardless uh, of what happens it's going to be chaos newsflash the last 12 months has been chaos so i referee professional soccer and uh being on the pitch it's it's nice it's nice to hear the, what the players say coaches and then it's it's amazing the atmosphere when you go to certain stadiums home fans getting behind it's all part of the game right but um, I do agree as a fan of any sport, I think what I do like is uh, listening to that and actually getting that kind of dynamic, hearing the shoe squeak on the basketball court, the ball bounce, mm -hmm. the, the, the puck on the tape uh, in, in hockey and stuff like that, the, the boot of the, uh, the kick of a soccer ball. Like, so I, it you, is nice to hear. So you're saying Sorry, that those sound effects are better than crowd noise or worse than? No, it's just, it's adding a different dynamic to what we're experiencing now, right? As a fan, 
And let's be honest, I think fans in any sport where we're watching for the sport, for the, for the team, the home team, whoever we, we cheer on, right? And I'm the nerd that follows in soccer, at least, the refereeing and understand what goes on, but not everyone does. And I think that's where it's added that extra knowledge base to any sport nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. It's uh, you're really understanding what's going on. Like before, you're just the camera person is already is zoomed in on the guy that just spilled the beer or got popcorn spilt on him because of a ball coming into the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you're not realizing what's there about the sport, right? But now you're actually focusing on sport and what we actually, what, it's back to the groundwork, right? Like back to the grassroot of the sports, all sports in general. Which is fair. I can, I can appreciate that in general. Mm-hmm. That's good. So what do you think, Joe? Um, no, yeah. Like I, like I said, I was, I was excited to see, uh, to just feel a different, different type of experience. With it's like, it, it, it is, it's like a different atmosphere. I agree with you guys coming to think of it now. But I don't know something about that crowd noise, man, gets no, you fired no, up. No, like now it's, I mean, like it's, it's weird. It's a lot, it it sucks now. Like it, yeah. it, it's so much more boring to watch. Yeah. Like it just, oh, I um, it's more fundamentals I, than emotion. I, yeah, like I looked at, uh, I looked at when in like you said Royal Rumble, when Edge came out, like and did his entrance, entrance and everything, and he like huge moment. Like if that, if there was a crowd there and Edge mm-hmm. came out and did his thing, nuts. And I forgot that there was no crowd. I was expecting there to be like, oh my gosh. And I was like, wait, it's quiet. And I was like, oh yeah, COVID. I'm just yeah. like, it just adds so much more excitement to whatever sport. And it just makes it so much more enjoyable to watch. I mean, from, from the fan perspective, like from being in and like listening, you know, as a fan of any sport, like you look, people are, uh, they're scared to play in Toronto for the Raptors, right? Because like we are one of the biggest, probably the biggest fan base, right? And not just fan base, but we're loud, we're Mm -hmm. music scoring there. People love to play in Toronto. Like so many people have come out and said it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And again, not to be biased, but a little bit biased, but you know, I I enjoy going to games and being part of that. Um, so it is different in that respect. And I agree now it's getting really boring and annoying to see them. Uh, yeah. Joe, you mentioned like, they're just going through the moments, the emotions, right. Yeah. And it's. So when do you guys think that North like fans will be back in the stadiums pre pandemic? Like we're talking like a 60,000 person stadium is back to normal. When do you think that's going to happen? I think no. we're not going to see that till at least minimum 2023, unfortunately. What do you think, Joseph? I agree I, with them. I don't. It's such a hard thing to to comment on because of all the uncertainties. Like, what? So think of it from my. Not, go it's, ahead. It's not going to go away. It's not going, not going away. away. It's not going away. It's not going away. It's not going away. And the only way that we're going to see that is if we see like, is if we see, um, like the protocols in place for fans where you got to show up with a negative test or, or whatever. And then, and a, a vaccine or something, but then you can, you can't force vaccines on people and you can't do this and you can't do that. So it really goes like, how do you, how do you do that? Like cases are going to have to be like so low. And how do you do that without closing? There's a whole nother conversation, but how do you do that without closing? Um, so, everything? but, th- but think of, 
think of the money aspect of it, how much people, how much companies, franchises are losing right now by yeah. not filling their, putting butts in the seats. But so like, the first opportunity they get, the, mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's legit or not. The first opportunity they get, they're going to put, they're going to put the fans back in there for sure. Yeah, but yeah. whether it's right or not, I don't know. And they're probably going to do their own due diligence and liabilities to make sure that they don't get their ass sued. If somebody huh. gets so sick from COVID, mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, it's, you know, you got to remember that sports is a, it's a, it's a, it's a business. It's a business first. Like these, you know, these big boys, they're playing with millions and billions of dollars. They don't give a shit about the fans. They're just a, they're just a ticket to them. The thing is, I feel is that it's difficult because when, like, when that moment, like, is there going to be that moment where they're like, oh, cases are low enough. Let's invite fans. Cause even if right, I believe that right now. If you were to say, okay, fans, like, fuck it. We're going to let everyone in. It would be close to sold out. I don't think enough people. Guaranteed it will. There's enough people that don't give a shit. Guaranteed. Like, fuck it. Guaranteed. I'll wear my mask and I'll be good. And that's fine. 20,000 people. Guaranteed. Like, it's going to be, it would be. So I'm just saying, whatever they do, there's going to be. Then there's also going to be like people fighting back. Like, oh, you can't force us to get a test and show us my results to you there's going to be it's going to be chaos yeah like regardless uh, of what happens it's going to be chaos newsflash the last 12 months has been chaos i'm it's sure that worse. i'm sure the next yeah. 12 months is going to be chaos too i agree with fabrizio I, my number was always 2023 Yeah, so final food for thought here on the Three Joes and a Mike podcast. Like, you got to remember that it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete or not. You can't be treated different. Like, if we're in this, we are in this together. So it was a little bit of a choppy podcast on this week's episode. We really appreciate you listening, hanging in there with us. If you got anything to say, just hit us up at the Three Joes on the Instagram at the Three Joes. Um, thanks for listening and have a good week. I'm dumbfounded. This is the word of the night, I guess.